Hey, this is Jesus, and I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Chris, Joseph J. Santi, Robert Faulkner, Julian Wan, Rochelle Jackson, and Seren Kai. If this was a zombie apocalypse, you would be my crew, and I would be your Negan. Before he was reunited with his allies, Tagos found himself on his own spiritual journey. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanbull Actual Play Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Jesus, and here we return to the world of Numenera. Ooh. And today's a very special episode where we're going to only have two of our members here for a very special Numenera episode where we're calling Tagos Life and Times. Aww. Tagos Adventures. Tagos, what the hell are you doing? We're still waiting for you. Oh, God. Is... <laughs> Is this going to be like uh, uh, like a Tagos Christmas story? Like um, uh, Tagos, uh, this could be your – what's the, the Christmas story? It's just – I think it's just called the Christmas this story. Was, yeah, a Christmas story. That yeah. would be cliche. Do I seem the type of person to do that anyway? Where in the ninth, ninth <laughs> earth? Ninth earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, ninth world. Ninth earth. earth. No, it is the ninth world, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then – Yes, yeah. the ninth, ninth, ninth world. world. Yeah, so we're in the ninth world yep. is Tago San Diego. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, and before, actually, uh. P.S. That is now officially his <laughs> yes. last name. Okay, uh. Tago San David, Diego. I'm gonna have you introduce your character. Uh, Dan, I'm gonna hold you off for a bit. Oh, yeah. Until no. it's appropriate for the story. That's why you should. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so, uh, David, can mm-hmm. you, your character, and do, what was your last memory? Alright. Hey, everybody, this is Dave, and I am. Once again, playing Valentine Tagos, who is a clever Jack who – oh, I didn't write in my new descript, my new focus. Um, yeah, we can get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that in yeah. the story. Yeah. A clever Jack who is barely in this game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I believe the descriptor. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm basically uh, 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 Christian Bale for, <laughs> the, uh, for that one Terminator movie ah, right. where I'm all over the posters and then people show up and like, okay, Val Tagos, like, sweet, let's see what he's doing. I'm in it for 10 minutes and then it's just all Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm playing Valentine Tagos once again. And Valentine Tagos is a clever Jack who's somethings. <laughs> and he has a last memory of being stabbed in the stomach and then tossed into a portal by... Rizian, mm-hmm. a villainous man. Now, as I recall from Wizard, uh, originally you were captured on the high seas by Rizian. Correct. Apparently, and why is that? Was it just because of your armor? Was shine in the moonlight? Uh, no. Uh, actually, it is because uh, Tagos uh, was submerged in the water and trying to find his compatriots. And one of the doodads on his body, a cipher, activated. And it, it's... it's uh, process was to show a 30 second window into the future and he did and the 30 second window was that his friends were going to get scooped up by Rizian and so Tagos made a decision to get Rizian's attention and get scooped up first Mm -hmm. giving them a chance to at best get away but most likely drown lonely deaths yep and perfect because sadly you were captured and you don't know what the state of your friends were and during that time, well, Rizian being Rizian decided to try to torture information out of you. But you were somewhat resilient. Yes. The trick about being tortured is to simply develop another set of, of facts mm-hmm. and slowly dole those out. Mm-hmm. Now, there are two things that happened during that event. There were two escape attempts. 
the first escape attempt was actually you were helped by your little uh, gnome creature. Yes, uh, your homunculi, Sagai. But sadly, actually, I want you to explain how Sagai helped you, and then Dan, I want you to explain how he was captured. There were pincers. There were pincers. There were pincers. Yeah. <clears throat> so Sagat, um, because his tail is backwards, mm-hmm. um, uh, Sagat helped loosen my binds after uh, following uh, for some time. And uh, did, did he do so by using a, a tiger punch or perhaps a tiger kick? <laughs> he was the best character in that game. <laughs> oh, um, so, <laughs> yes, yeah, Sagat uh, loosened Tagos' binds and Tagos made a break for it. And Sagat tried to cause a distraction. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Dan. Uh, then the, everyone died. <laughs> the end. Uh, it's been great, guys. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. You were on okay. a ship at some point. Yeah, he was, you're, he's on a ship right now, trying to escape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's the ocean uh, in the ninth world. Uh, yeah, the thing that, like came up from the mm-hmm. from the water, uh, basically, literally rocking the boat, uh, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, which created all sorts of uh, chaos and 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 stumbling around and. Uh, all the well-laid plans of your homunculus uh, were laid to rest as you uh, stumbled and fell right into the arms of uh, your captors who were running around because a thing was rocking the boat. Mm-hmm. Thing swept away, never even noticing that there had been a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you are you are once again uh, yep. captured. And, Ris- and Rissian uh, was able to grab Sagat. Mm-hmm. And you s- he did it in front of you as mm-hmm. he snapped its neck mm-hmm. and threw it overboard. That's unfortunate, considering... Mm-hmm. All right, well, yep. there's homunculus in the world. No, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. The second attempt was when you finally reached the city of bridges. Mm-hmm. You're on the bridge on the docks. Mm-hmm. And, Dan, mm-hmm. how did David try to escape? Probably by crossing a bridge, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so and um, then trying to burn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah. probably uh, during... Uh, I mean, there, there was like a customs process. Yes. Uh, so yeah, during that custom process, uh, Tegos being the, uh, the talky, uh, bastard that he is, uh, probably managed, uh, you know, basically tried to use the age old, uh, ruse of, uh, uh, these men are, 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 uh, abusing me or, or something along those lines, mm-hmm. uh, trying to convince them that, that, you know, what his whole, uh, imprisonment is is was unfair and and he should not be imprisoned and and these guys are slavers or or something along those lines and uh so that was that was the attempt but anyway. david what happened uh after fast talking his way through some of the guards it looked like he was going to be able to blend into the crowd and disappear uh, unfortunately for uh, tagos uh rizian ironically rizian had owed money to to a lot of the guards for for uh, hush money, and Tagos had convinced them that he worked for Rizian and was an advanced scout. Ooh! And unfortunately, just look just when it looked like things were going to go Tagos's way, it turned out that they decided to put the kibosh on that because Rizian owed money, and they called Rizian's name and said, effectively, "What are you trying to do? You already owe us money. We can't let your guy through." Mm-hmm. Tagos was caught again. Yeah. Because Rizian seemed like an honorable businessman. It should have worked. Really? <laughs> so things that Tagos didn't account for. Debt, giant monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lesson here. <laughs> yep. There's a lesson here. Yep. And it was at that point that Rizian decided the best thing to do for about you was to 
basically drug you up to your eyeballs. Yep. Because he had a plan for you. You screwed him heavily. Mm-hmm. And he was not just going to simply kill you. He was mm-hmm. going to make you suffer. <laughs> he was take yeah, he was going to take you to the Westwood. Inside the Westwood, he heard a story of a place called the Sanctum. Mm-hmm. In the Sanctum, if you offer a sacrifice, it will grant you any wish. Mm-hmm. As well as some other rituals that he, only he knew at the time. Mm-hmm. And traveling through the lands of Ancion, mm-hmm. traveling to the Westwood, past, he lost a couple of people to the spider people, but you know what? They were worthy sacrifices. Mm-hmm. You were, you were still half drugged up, mm-hmm. was stabbed in the gullet, mm-hmm. and thrown into a portal. You swear the portal talked, but you were probably the drugs. It was definitely the drugs. I definitely got a couple of good fucking quips in before mm-hmm. I got stabbed to the... Oh, definitely. The definitely, like, kind of mumbled quips, but it would be like... Uh, Tego's definitely had a couple of, had a couple of quips like, uh, like, what are you gonna wish for? Another whale? I'm gonna kill one too. (laughs) (laughs) And you get thrown into the portal. Yep. And you have visions. And you hear a voice. And the voice goes, your destiny is this direction. And you, uh, you feel the pain in your stomach just disappear. That's usually what happens when you die. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you see a path in front of you. Oh, my standing now. You're standing now. You're standing. You're suddenly standing. You were on your ground, bleeding to death, and mm-hmm. suddenly you're standing. And you see a lighted path in the darkness. I thought this was fairy tales. <clears throat> All good fairy tales have a point of truth. I start walking down the path, mm-hmm. grimacing. And you start walking, the light gets f- larger and larger. And then there's a flash. And you basically uh, startle awake at a desk. What? Uh, you look around you and there's all there's these posters as well as symbols that you suddenly recognize. Symbols of a god you thought left behind. And, and you realize what room you're in. A very familiar room from your childhood. But you were, on, you were, always, you were always on the other side of the desk. You look down and you see you're actually in robes with holy symbols. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this is hell. Um, I look around for... Well, that's the end of the game. You're in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. Yep. Uh, look around for other people. You're just in a room by yourself. All right, I get up slowly from the desk, making sure not to make too much sound, and I look around for any idea of what I was just writing or trying to do. You were writing a note to uh, somebody, some sort of guild, to sell off uh, one of the kids for hard labor. Good money, too. Good price. Mm. I do raise my eyebrows <laughs> at that. And... Um, then I fold up the paper, and is there a fire in the room or something like that? Yeah, like those fires. Yeah. yeah, I throw it in the fireplace. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then for good measure, I take all of the papers and throw them into the fire. <laughs> Fair enough. And then I go to the door and creak it open to peer out. Uh, sitting there is actually uh, one of your guards. Just sitting there, and he turns towards you. And I recognize him as one of my guards. You don't. You don't recognize anyone. All right. But he turns around and goes, hey, boss, what's up? I shut the door again. Okay. Okay. This is a trick. And like a freight train, yep. he comes in the door. <laughs> it's John Cena. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That's that's hybrid John C and a Kool-Aid man. Dan, one thing. The top one is his name. Father. Ah, alright. Okay. Uh, alright. This is a trick. This is a trick. It's a hallucination. You can get out of this. And then there's a, a knock at the door. <laughs> Father Paulrick? You recognize that name now. Balric? Paulrick? Paulrick. 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 Father, is everything okay? Not even a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes. 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 Yes, it is. Why? And your guard is like a big man. He's like nearing seven feet tall. He's got heavy, uh, heavy plated armor, uh, giant ass sword in one back, a mace hanging from his, uh, from his, uh, belt, uh, crossbow, uh, strapped, uh, along the other side. Like, this is like, Clearly, a man who, who whose entire profession is making other people hurt, mm-hmm. uh, or and or die, uh, and he's like, "No, just making sure uh, you're all right, Pollard." Yes, of course. And I swing my head around and I look out the window. How high up am I? Uh, second store. Yes, yes, I'm fine. I'm just going to meditate. Thank you. And I shut the door again, and I go to the window to open it up, mm-hmm. and I look around for. Something to make a rope out of. Uh, uh, there are curtains. Curtains. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. And I start. <laughs> and there is clearly the sound <laughs> of curtains being pulled down. <laughs> yep. Get, and what was the character's name? Uh, oh, did you his, mention it? Uh, no. His, uh, his name was. Okay. Uh, cert person. Uh, you know it's a no child. Tag, huh? Yeah. A child mm. approaching the door in fear. Hey. I need oh, yeah, to, Ambrose. Right. Ambrose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I need to talk to the father. Please. Ah, uh, what's it about, kid? It's a, it's a message from Father Alvion, sir. Uh, all right. Doom, doom, doom on the door. What? Mm. I'm, I'm, I said I'm meditating. There's a message for you here. One of the kids. Message from Father Alvion. One of the kids. Free them. Give them a life. I mean, <laughs> um, what's the message? Say from the other side of the door. And there's more rattling around <laughs> as I'm like quietly trying to make Father, a. Father. Alvion says he needs you to be there for the sell-off to be complete. Father Alvion. Three of us are being sent to new families, he says. As I'm like lowering a rope out the window to the second to the ground floor, like Tell Alvion I will be right there. Okay, okay. There's obvious fear in the child's voice, but you just you know it's from you the from you speaking. Mm-hmm. And he just you hear him running off. Alright, I pull the rope back in, and I tuck it away beneath the chair of my desk, and then as I come around the desk to walk towards the door, I pause, and I delicately take a letter opener and slip it into my rope. And I walk towards the door and open it. Father? Guard? Um, sorry, my meditations have... Been deep, and I am only just now coming back to my senses of this material world. What was your name again? Ambrose, sir. Ambrose. Great. Ambrose. Ambrose, I need to go talk to Father... Father Albion. Albion, of course. Right. He'll 
one minute and I shut the door and I go to my writing desk and I take a parchment of paper and I write down these notes. (laughs) Tagos remembers just as well as David does. (laughs) Father Alvion. And you are Ambrose. Mm -hmm. Loyal guard. That's his folk guy, loyal guard. Yeah, loyal guard and smiter of shit. Anything, just, just yeah. anything, whatever. It's it's in range. What, what do you got? <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> All right. Great. Take me to Father Alvian. Will do, sir. And I'm assuming I know where Father. Yeah, Alvian you would is. know. Yeah. You know. All right. My name's pa- Father Paul Dick. Paul Rick. Paul Rick. Father Pale Dick. Mm. Although now you've begun to realize why you lost that name. Yep. All right. So yeah, I start uh, escorting Father Paulrick mm-hmm. uh, to his meeting with yep. Father Alvian. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's actually a nearby townhouse, a couple blocks away. You uh, you actually leave the city at yeah, and there's people just uh, people passing by. A few people bow your direction because you're a holy man. Mm-hmm. In, and so, so we're in the city. You said you're in the city of Glavis. You recognize it. Mm. Great. They bow, mm-hmm. and I give like a. The laziest holy hand salute thing, mm-hmm. Pope motion. Like, you know, God isn't real. God isn't real. <laughs> and eventually reached a townhouse, a very large townhouse. Uh, you would recognize as one of the major guild houses, stone masonry specifically. Great. Mm-hmm. Very well to do. Mm-hmm. And I enter. Yep. Uh, you see a, a very large portly man, also in holy robes. <laughs> He's got a gut on him. He's like, Ah, oh, Father Pelric, what took you so long? I thought you had the paperwork ready already. Father, I'll be in. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, it's been a long day, and it's been a long day forever. I've been here and talking to these people for hours, and you see him. He has a huge plate of food in front of him. He's just munching down like half of some sort of weird creature. <sighs> I see that the the oath of austerity is. Treating you very kindly. Ha, 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 ha. He pats you in the back. Ha! You're always a jokester. Now, come on. We got to teach these kids all about good, honest labor. <clears throat> yes. Yes, 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 we do. Mm-hmm. Now, precisely how many employees were you looking for again? Uh, let's talk to the heads. Let's. Yep. Uh, you walk upstairs, and mm-hmm. there's actually a small table with three people. Uh, two men and one woman. Uh, you assume to be the heads of the stonemasons' guilds. The woman starts to speak. All right, we can begin with... Uh, you said three originally. No deal. What was that? No deal. Alvin goes like, Parik, what? No deal. No deal. Oh, we're sorry. It's just a uh, negotiation tact. Not a tactic. It's just... Uh, hold on a minute, ma'am. Uh, we'll be right back. And he grabs you. Mm-hmm. And he pushes you like, what the hell are you doing? They haven't even told us what they want the kids for. They could be... Putting them into the stone masonry themselves, drowning them in cement, and and then we would be accomplices for murder. You know what the Inquisition would say if they found out what we do. Yeah, we know. Where's my check? That's what they would say. You've done this before. I grimace at that one. <laughs> like I clearly, Tagos is ready for whatever fucked up shit is about to come out of his mouth, and then he says the Inquisition, <laughs> which is asked for money, and Tagos just. Kind of twists his head <laughs> like somebody just told him that D and D is a board game. <laughs> Father Alvion, I'm sorry, sorry, Father Palric. I don't know. 
I don't know if you're having a crisis of faith, he says with quotation marks, or whatever. <laughs> a crisis of faith. <laughs> I look right at the guard. <laughs> faith. Oh. But apparently you're just having a bad day. You know what? Why don't I complete the negotiations? You go home, get some sleep. I disagree. I would love to be part of it. And Like you said, this uh-huh. is a negotiation tactic. Uh-huh. Now they think we're really going to highball them. But what we do is we ask them for exactly how much we were going to ask for. Peep stares. Give me a deception roll. Okay. Oh, we should have dice. Oh, dice is probably a good thing. Huh. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, where's my glasses? Uh, right the dice are under here. Oh, here we go. Unless you really do want to sell the kids at a reasonable price. I mean, you know. <laughs> if you are going to send sell kids, you may as well, you know. They negotiate mean, a little Everybody bit. wants to be valued for their work. Yep. There you go. All right. Here we go. And 16. Oh, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, this attack. Man, you really got to tell me about these things next time. You, you scared the hell out of me. Yeah, but you really sold it, Albion. You really sold the All fear. Right. Truth is, you're always the best at negotiations selling these kids. <sighs> I believe it. Yeah. All right. Tap, tap, tap. Sorry about that, Uh, you know, it's gas. Gas in his stomach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something right. I ate mm-hmm. during my vow of abstinence of food. Uh, anyway uh, so we're going to go back to the original idea we're going to sell each kid for we're thinking 30 shins sorry there must be something in this wine alright I'm kidding there would never be anything in this wine that would be ridiculous 30 shins each for 3 lives Three. you said 3 correct yeah, 30 each. We seen, we thought that the woman again. We thought this would be reasonable for the children. Well, we raised the children uh, to be very sturdy, you understand. This is not some sort of... This is not some sort of fly-by-night organization. Uh, these children are... And I say this through gritted teeth. Well, fed and treated and because of such, have a longevity about them. Consider... Consider 30 shins as a beginning. However, for 30 shins, we cannot assure you our, and I look at Albion, well, our golden tier. Golden tier? The golden tier. It's a holier concept. The children of the golden tier are, uh, you know what, I'm wasting your time. You clearly don't want to or can't afford the golden tier. No, 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 no. Let's let's talk about this golden tier you're speaking of. Well, the golden tier are the children who are the not only the best laborers, but are also the the natural leaders. We don't need leadership. The kid, we only need the kids last. The operations only should be five to ten years. True. Most of them will be dead by then. <laughs> this is good wine. True, but natural leaders. All you need to do is focus your attention on winning the natural leaders of your group over to your side, and you will have lieutenants, you will have supervisors, as it were. You don't need to break all of the children. You only need to convince the leaders that you're on their side. Persuasion roll. Fifteen. All right. You present an interesting point. Very well. We will consider the golden tier. We need to discuss it among ourselves. That's fine. I would recommend, due to the fact that Alvian and I have religious duties, I guess, 
And we take a 28 hour break uh, for you to, to discuss this and for Alvian and I to decide on which of the golden tier candidates are best groomed for your, your needs. And those needs are again, a 10 year project. Yes. uh, We're going to need them for uh, indentured servitude in the building of few homes for the wealthy. Of course. Of course. I myself am expecting a sauna. Fantastic. I mean, who would ever expect the church to build homes for the poor? I understand that your time is very valuable. Um, whom, uh, what address shall I send a messenger to? And Leah? she gives you an address. Now, would that be available day and night? Or is there a oh, time day and in night, which you should not... There will always be someone there to take your message. Great. All right. Thank you very much for your time, Masons, uh, I guess. And uh, Alvian, I'll uh, contact you later. I must go attend to the children. Of course. And as you're actually heading out, you see uh, Alvian once again slapping the back. You feel grease <clears throat> in your robe. You feel grease oh. in your robe. I don't, know, I don't know what you were drinking today, but that was a golden tear. Nice hook. Uh, uh, who do you think we should bring? Uh, should we bring uh, Lisiania or maybe Deborah? I mean, they seem leadership looking, I guess. I I will get you a short list by nightfall. Of course, of course. Keep doing what you're doing, Alric. I mean, you were good before, but now, woo! And he walks out the door. You keep doing what you're doing, Alf Young, because I know you won't stop. <gasps> All right, uh, Ambrose, was it? Mm-hmm. Great, let's go back. All right. So, Ambrose. Yep. How long have you been with the church? Oh, about five years now. Five years. Seems like uh, always as a guard. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what I'm suited for. Oh, I don't believe that, I, Ambrose. The church, the church asks not that you only accept your position, but that you aspire to trains. Jesus. <laughs> that you aspire to. Expand that position. For the glory of the the twin gods. Or some shit. Right. So, have you ever considered a traveling guard? Hmm. For missionaries. Missionaries going abroad, of course, for pilgrims or whatever the fuck. Whatever the flux. I suppose so. But then again, you're doing such good work here. Oh, I stop at that one. But yeah, he says he like just the hell is in that? Mm-hmm. That's that, a, that's a new one. Wow, that's, that's a really new that's like nice. a double decker uh, train. Yeah. yeah, that that was that from the future. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Apparently, a train from Japan just rolled mm-hmm. by, listeners. I'm sorry, you were saying, Ambrose. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? That, that train just took everything <laughs> from me. Uh, I think a real Numenera train just passed by because there's a train connecting mm-hmm. most of Glavis. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, you're doing such excellent work, and he's just—he's uh, he's just complete deadpan. Mm-hmm. I think I just not crack a smile or a frown, or just just total deadpan. You're right. I am doing good work, but you are bound to protect me during that work, obviously, as you are mm-hmm. a member of the church. You have a holy disposition and stuff, mostly because you pay me. Of course, of course. Let's go back. Let's hurry. Uh, I just remembered I have something to do. Mm-hmm. And I go, and I go to 
uh, my I, I go to the office where I was, and then I look around hurriedly, and then I turn towards Ambrose. Uh, Ambrose, hypothetically speaking, uh, uh, where are my chambers? This is just to see if you knew how to get there from here, should you hear a sound. Ambrose just kind of stares for a moment, then turns around, motions for you to follow, leads you straight to your chambers. Good job, Ambrose. That was a test you passed. And I burst into my chambers, and I look around for something to pack. Mm-hmm. Because I am getting the flux out of there. <laughs> yeah, as you're, uh, as you start packing, uh, do you leave the door open as you're packing? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I am not. Yeah. This is full on, like, fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, shit, yeah. shit. So the guard just kind of stands there staring for a moment. Oh, I hear one of the children upstairs. I think he is sick. Oh. <sighs> I throw down two garments of <laughs> garish quality. Yep. Right? Oh. Oh, I need to... I look around as if there's... Do I need to bless him? That was what we used to do, right? We'd bless a kid. But really, it was just to check him out to see if he would last the next 28 hours or we'd just have to work him. Fine. Let's go... Fine. Let's go check on the kid. Let's go check on the kid. That sounds holy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I storm out, yep. and I go the wrong direction. I come back. Which way is the stairs? <laughs> yep. And as you're actually getting ready to head to the stairs, mm-hmm. uh, you turn, you're, out of the corner of your eye, you see something flying through your window into your room that you just walked out of. Yeah. And it starts, uh, it's a ball that goes faster and faster. And then, duck, boom! Yep. And you wait, uh, you don't fall asleep, but uh, you rise up, and there is surrounding you is fire. I'm going to panic mm-hmm. and run away from the fire. You hear the screaming of children. I stop at that one, and I uh, look around. What is around me? In the hallway? Am I? You're in the hallway. There is basically uh, numerous. Uh, it's it's a mess, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like you you have you you assume you have money, but obviously it doesn't go into the orphanage. Yeah. So it's full of uh, it's full of clothing. Uh, dirty dirt. It's it's a lot of full of flammable material all over the place, but also cabinets, stuff like that, vases. Great. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, uh, I take one of the vases uh, that has like old wilted dead flowers on it. Mm-hmm. I tear off a piece of cloth from my um, from my from my cl- uh, robe, mm-hmm. and then I douse some of the old nasty water from the vase into the. Uh, into the cloth, and then I wrap it around my face to kind of filter out the smoke. And then I start to uh, run off, and then I turn around and look at look at the guard. What is the guard doing? Yeah, the guard's basically been uh, just following you. He's uh, Whatever you order uh, to do, he's, he's just there to keep you alive. Uh, so. I tear off a piece of my cloak, and I do the same water thing, and I hand it to him. You'll die from inhalation if you don't get down. A lot of the smoke is going to be of different embers, and whatever the hell they fill these walls with. Now, it's probably a, uh, a, it looked like a centrifugal bomb, so it's going to expand and then compress, and then it's going to blow up again. We need to get out of here. Noted. Now. Yep. 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 So uh, we rush uh, upstairs, right, to the kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to the kids. Yep. Okay, yep. The door opens, and there's a bunch of kids of differing ages, the oldest probably 15. Mm-hmm. Some of them coughing. They All of them looking scared. All of them looking at you, some with obvious fear. Mm-hmm. But some with obvious looking for some sort of leadership because you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You're a monster. Well, mm-hmm. to them. But you're still an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> All right, kids. 
Um, I just talked to the twin gods, and they said that you all need to link up hand to hand, oldest to youngest. Come on, come on. Yep, and they there's going because they're just killed. Sure. Uh, that's right, that's right. Yep. And uh, and we're all going to walk downstairs outside of the fire. You're going to be led by Mister Ambrose here. Mister yep. Ambrose, grab the oldest kid's hand and mm-hmm. walk calmly down outside. Get them out of here. Right. All right. Do exactly that. All right. And you're just walking them down. Uh. Uh, are you in the back of the line, uh, uh, Paul Rick? Uh, yeah, Paul Rick <laughs> is in the back of the line, yep. and then he kind of lets go of the last one's hand. I'll be right with you, children. Mm-hmm. And he looks around. You said there's a lot of flammable shit? Oh, yeah. Good, I'm collecting it and going back to the fire. All right, you do that. All right, and I'm throwing it into the fire. All right. <sighs> yep, this place is going down. Yep. All right, and then I follow out. Yep, and as you're trying to follow out, mm-hmm. uh, you realize from the back room you hear a noise. Father! You turn around, it's Alvia. What are you doing here, Alvion? You turn around and there's actually two thugs right behind him. What is this? <sighs> Here's the thing. Um, I had planned to do this later, but apparently your deal with uh, Stomates made me realize that maybe you might be onto what I'm thinking right now. I can't have you screwing up my dears, father. We had a system going, but you, you were taken for the books. You didn't think I would realize that? You know, I probably was too fluxing dumb... And you were just smarter than the average ruffian to figure it out, which means that you're literate and I'm bad at math because my name is Father Paulrick and I'm a fluxine asshole. Oh my god. Oh, he look, you see a look of disgust on his face. Did you, did you find religion? Trust me, Avion, there's no way that I'm ever going to be a holy man. <laughs> Whatever. Take care of him. And you see the two thugs start stepping forward. As one of the thugs uh, starts stepping forward, uh, would I need to roll to just get a crossbow bolt into you know the back what? of his head? No, not for this. Yeah, so as the two thugs start going forward, one of them all of a sudden sprouts a horn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a unicorn! <laughs> And, Friendship uh, is magic! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Murderous magic! Yeah, murder is in fact magic. Yeah. And yeah, crossbow bolt just <clears throat> through the back of the head, out the front, to kick, and the thug's like, <clears throat> and uh, hits the floor. Uh-huh. As you see uh, uh, your guard Ambrose uh, cocking his uh, crossbow again and stepping forward, just implacable, step by step. Through the fire and the flames. Through the fire and the flames, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just that look of like, I'm here to kill everything in sight. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so I'm gonna uh, as I'm walking. Yeah, I'm gonna use that tier t- uh, tier two steady gaze thing. Okay. Uh, on on the second thug and roll the, it. Uh, and the the guy. I don't think I have to roll. I think it just I, happens. I, no, but you still for any ability you still have to roll against the creature. But it's only a thug. It's level nine. Yeah. So, so they're, they're yeah. Basically, it's a and yeah, it be an intelligence an intimidation roll. Yeah. Uh, all right, so and I am trained in intimidation. So it's, it's difficulty nine, which difficulty nine, which goes sorry, down sorry, to six. Sorry, not level nine. So it goes down to six because I am trained in intimidate. Yep. Uh, yep. Ooh. That's a nine, but I had to I had to roll six anyway. Yeah, yeah. So either way, yeah. yeah. So you basically, see him staring at so, you, and yeah, he so both of them, away. so both the thug and the priest for the next uh, round. Anything they do is one difficulty okay. level higher. Oh, there is that's, definitely That's fear. how that works. Yeah, you, you, you catch a side look from, uh, mm-hmm. from Ambrose, like, that's an impressive stare. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Roll initiative. All right. Also trained their initiative. Uh, How's my, that initiative yeah. roll again? Uh, uh, plus three to your roll because you're trained. All right. My flex skill is also initiative. So that's yep. 17. 
Seventy. Um, yeah, it's twenty for me. I should nice. probably write this stuff down. Where's a need a pencil or a piece? Of- uh, I've got my here. Let me get my uh, Actually, notebook. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. So, Dan, you're seventeen. David, you're twenty. And Correct. Guy. Okay. So, David, you go first. All right. Alric, what are you doing? You see, Dar- Dar- uh, Father Alvion and the Thug. All right. I'm going to yell. Um, I'm going to walk up placatingly to Alvion and say, "Alvion, quickly in here! I can't stop him, but we need to make a deal." Deception roll. Difficulty is going to be 12. 16. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We do. Let's go to the room. Let's go to the room. So when we go into my cha- uh, my office. You, it blew up. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, whatever. Adjacent yeah, room. Adjacent room, yeah. 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 All right. All right. What's the deal? The deal is this. And then I take out my uh, I take out my letter opener and I shove it into his neck. The deal is I watch this happen. Give me a nine roll. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to spend my only XP point. Fair oh, enough. yeah, by the way, we need XP points. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I also never got ciphers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, He right. needs ciphers. Oh, right. oh, yeah, he definitely needs ciphers. So yeah. uh, we'll roll randomly in a second. Yeah. So that's the first David die of the game. Yep. So I have, I mean, I've got one on my character sheet. I don't know if yeah, so they you only transfer have the over. Okay, so. cool. Well, I've got none. Yep. All right. Let's, I think start with, let's say we start with two. Sure. All right. Now, is he surprised by this? Yes. Okay. That's why it's nine instead of twelve. Oh, okay. Uh, three. three. So, so failure. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but a one, a one would have been straight up. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. One it catches on his holy symbol. Your thing breaks. Mm-hmm. You yep. Know, yep. And you cut yourself. All right. So we'll yep. hold off in a second. Uh, you know, what, let's quickly roll randomly. Where's the tech one? And we're back again. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, uh, as you, you'll say this about uh, Alvion. Mm-hmm. He's a large man. Mm-hmm. He's also very quick, and he grabs the ha- grabs your hand as it coming close to her chest. Okay. And he's going to try to attack back. Okay. All right. Actually, no. Hold off. I'm going to go, let's go back to this in combat over here. Okay. And then we're going to go back to yours. All right. Yeah, because initiative and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Initiative and whatnot. Okay. So, uh, Dan. Yep. I keep striding forward, and uh, I had my crossbow out. So yeah, as I'm striding forward, I yep. take. And, he, and he's originally a nine, but you said you you looked at him and made him more, more, more so he's yeah. now a six so, to hit him. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he never rolls. Yeah. Yep. yep. I forgot that about him there. Two. Nope. So the, yeah, yep, the crossbow goes, out the way. goes wild. Yeah. Yep. He's going to take out his own crossbow and try to shoot you back. Good luck with that. Yep. All right. Roll. Uh, he's got his. You need to hit. Uh, oh, so um, So I'd be rolling my, uh, speed defense. So what's your speed uh, defense? Uh, well, it's not trained, so it'd just be like whatever the. Whatever. So it'd be a six. Is. All right. It'd be a six. That's a seven. Yep. So it clinkings off your armor. Yep. Ding. All right. And back to this. Okay. Uh, he's going to try to attack you. Dodge okay. out of the way of a nine. Kidoki. Nineteen. Oh yeah. He Minor tries to effect. S- yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He tries to slash you. Okay. Yeah. Minor effect. He gets disarmed. He. That's more of a major effect. Okay. What yeah. would you recommend for a minor effect? Uh, basically, he kind of gets snagged. His 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 uh knife gets snagged in your armor, so it's one step more difficult for him next time around. Sounds great. Okay. Love it. Oh, he was also supposedly like when you yes. attacked him last time. He that he was supposed to have one. Like, how, well, you missed by a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, I missed yeah by okay, a lot. yeah. Because it was yeah. like mm-hmm. you were trying to hit a nine, yeah, 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 and mm-hmm. you got a three. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah because then it didn't matter. 12, but t- yeah. That's why I made him a nine. Well, no, but yeah, but you said it was a nine because because of the surprise on him. Oh, right. Also so it, was, sec- it was, I mean, you still missed. You still yeah, missed. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it was. Okay. Been going so I'll keep six. that in mind. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. All right, all right, all right. So yeah, so top of the round again because they both attacked. Yep. Yeah, so all right. Okay. So I'm gonna try to. Uh, uh, I'm gonna kick him in the balls. Called shot. So it was one step more difficult. 
Okay, that's I'm just, I'm not just I'm just joking with you. That's just pointless. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to attack him. Yes, just attack him. In the face. Uh, five? That's not enough. Well, okay, so it was nine. Yep. And then it was no, it's so originally twelve to nine because of him, and now six because it was a prize. Uh, and Although, then six, but it's a light weapon. Oh. So it's you're using, So it'll be a three. Yes, yep. you're right. All right, so... Yeah, you hit yeah. him. All right, cool. Yep, how much so, damage do you honestly, I don't think it would be a surprise at this point. No, yeah, it wouldn't be a surprise. Yeah, right. yeah, so I missed it by one. You missed it by one, yeah. All right. So, so, yeah. You, so he's able to dodge out of the way. Mm-hmm. Of okay. All right. Uh, am I close enough by now to just stab him with yes, the sword? Yes, you are. Uh, stab him with the sword. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's my uh, target number? It's going to be nine. It's going to be nine, all right. Or six because of the steely glaze. Right. Jesus Christ, one. Mm-hmm. Spend it. Uh, you know what? I'll spend spending XP and fuck your one. This is... What I do. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, there we go. That's How much damage hit. do you do? Well, that's my great sword. That's a six All right. damage. Six damage. He's just a thug. How do you kill him? Uh, straight up, like, so, you know, you know I, I took that crossbolt, shot again, he mm-hmm. dodged, uh-huh. shot back at me. Like, I didn't, you know, didn't even dodge. I basically, like, flinched a little just to make sure that the, the bolt, like, caught on my armor. Mm-hmm. As it flinches back, like, that, as it, as it bounces off, that little... Twist that I did for the armor turns into just me grabbing my bra- my my greatsword, and as I pull it out, that same swing just like shunk, mm-hmm. and head rolls off. Mm-hmm. And I at at no point did I break my stride. I'm now <laughs> That's awesome. like striding towards the room where you yeah. and uh, Father Asshole are, uh, <laughs> yeah. are are ineffectually uh, slap fighting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Father Hat. Well, the thug is now dead, so Father Hassel is not going to try to stab you. Cool, sounds good. All right, uh, roll to dodge out of the way. That you're going to roll a nine. Okay. Seventeen. Yep, you're able to dodge out of the way again. Okay. All right. What are you doing? Top of the round. Why won't you die? I want you to die again. <laughs> and I and I again. And I grab his arm uh-huh. and I, I grab his arm with my left hand, I take my right hand, put it into a hammer fist, and then slam it down on the inside of his elbow, which bends his arm and Ooh. stabs himself with the uh with the blade he took away from Ooh, me. Roll it, that's nice. Nineteen. 19. Describe how you kill him. Uh yeah, so that's what I do. Uh-huh. But it goes right back into the 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 mm-hmm. throat where I wanted to kill him originally, and then I push him forward and then I into the back of a wall like he backs up against the wall and then i open up my palm and i slam the blade into his neck pinning him to to the wall and i say i never should have poisoned you this is much much better yep all right yep yep and that's it and then i leave his body hanging there by the throat yeah and that's about the time i kick the door open yep he tripped Mm Hmm. we need to get out of here Mm-hmm. All right, this way. And I start leading him off in a direction away from the kids mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and towards the, I don't know, I guess back of the uh, church yep. or, yeah, basically, yeah, not not out into the street. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. completely right in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And as you're walking out, um, Tagos, Tagos mm-hmm. uh, you look to your right and you see pictures on the walls of pictures of the walls of where you realize the younger you, specifically, uh, at different ages, growing up, becoming part of the priesthood, uh, you became quick friends with Father Alvion. He used to be your caretaker, along with another father, who mysteriously died. But you, of course, being such a holy man, took his place. And as you walk out the door, there is a flash of light. Hey guys, did you enjoy this episode of Munera? I hope you did. Where we learned the truth, or at least part of the truth, of our good friend Tagos. Come back next week for the second half, 
where we learn just a bit more about his backstory. Maybe things that even he didn't know. If you like this game, we have other games and other genres and systems you might enjoy, from the weirdness of the strangers to the normalcy of Dresden Files. Okay, it's not that normal, but it has magic, so okay. We also have blog posts, videos, and other stuff you might enjoy. But if you really like us, and only if you really like us, consider giving to our Patreon. With the money, we buy things like food, web hosting, and great reveals about character. If you don't have the cash, you're not inclined, which is fine, consider talking about some forums, give us good reviews on services like iTunes, or whatever you want to do to get the final word out there. We would love to get more fans like you. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.